The following episode was recorded over Zoom during the COVID lockdown. The technical audio quality may have room for improvement, but we did what we could and hope you can still enjoy our story and adventure. Hey there, Carmichael here. You're listening to Fables of Refuge, a series led by my good friend Jarrett Sullivan with our friends and creative peers, Jess Ayers, Allie Fitzgerald, Carter H. Michael, and Laura Daly. This is the first of many series planned, our firstborn child, if you will. If you like what we're doing or think you have the means to generously chip in and make our stuff better, please head over to patreon.com fablesd20. If you've never played D&D or watched or listened to any Dungeons & Dragons content before, I got you covered. Basically, it's an improvised adventure game where the players roleplay as their characters to tell an unscripted long-form story. They generally can do whatever they want, but the results of their actions are dictated by the Dungeon Master and the rolls of dice. The standard die used is a 20-sided dice called a D20, and basically the higher the roll, the better the outcome, one being total failure, 20 being total success. With that being said, let's begin. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Fables of Refuge. Woo! Thanks for joining us. But hey, at least we're going to jump right back into this battle. So, uh, for those of you who joined us on Halloween, uh, we did a whole two-hour battle, which uh, we're still in the middle of. Um, so, if you're just joining us now, um, they're in dire straits. Things aren't going very well for our party. Uh, there are three hags, two headless pumpkin guys who seem to be aimlessly wandering about because uh, two of their pumpkins, their heads, one is on Tazu, one is on Marza. Uh, they are inside this green flame pyre and something weird is going on. Uh, there's still a little like little tiny pumpkin monster guy. That's number 11 on the map. Hard to see. He's right here. Um, there's a fireball rolling around back there. Um, sphere, sphere flame. Uh, yeah. And so if you uh, want to go watch that battle, that's uh, available here on, on Twitch and uh, will be on YouTube soon. It should be already up if it if this is on YouTube. They've it's on YouTube. Okay, yeah, and if you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> you, you should already have seen it. So, thanks for joining us for the live stream. Uh, let's just get back into battle. So, top of the round, it's Granny Gristlegum's turn. She is, Ew. yeah. Just to reiterate for everybody, she is right here. And she is casting call. She has been doing call lightning. Uh, so that is what she will do. Bring uh, it. And maybe the spellcasters can remind me if she's doing call lightning, can she also do a physical attack or does she have to maintain call lightning? Uh, is it concentration? It's, yeah. If she's concentrating on it and it doesn't like cost her an action to make it continuously call light like call lightning mm -hmm. she can make a physical attack excellent she just um, can't cast another concentration yeah, she can't cast spell. another spell that's right um she can't cast another see. concentration spell so, she can, like, so she can cast <laughs> another spell we'll just right do like call instantaneous right yeah yeah okay Right, right. Okay, good. Just making sure I remembered correctly. So she's going to shoot lightning down right in between Ash and Julius. Oh, so, fabulous. Uh, you both need to make 
Dexterity. Dex save. Dex save. Saving. Five. Five. What? The ranger. Um, plus one. Okay. Uh, 19. Yeah, okay. So, Julius, you're going to take half. Uh, so, Julius, you're taking six. <laughs> Ash, you're taking 12. Okay. How you looking, Ash? <laughs> Not good. I'm yep. at eight. I'm at eight. Okay. Welcome right. to the party. Welcome Eagle to the, the party. Dice. All right. Um, so, and then she's going to uh, slash at Chandri. A- With her claws. Fight me, bitch. <laughs> um, let's see. That is with advantage, so it's a dirty 20. That'll, that'll hit. Okay. Uh, you take six slashing from Granny Gristlegum's claws. Okay. Um, it becomes number 11's turn. Uh, it's just gonna run up onto you, Ash, and try to bite you. Great. Little pumpkin guy. Uh, seven. Does seven hit you? No, it does not. All right. Uh, and then, Julius, it becomes your turn. I drop Bless. Okay. No! <laughs> and cast Bane on all three hags. Okay. That's acceptable. Uh, so every time a hag does an attack roll or a saving throw, minus 1d4 that roll. Minus one D four, huh? Where did my things go? Where did I put them? <laughs> what are you missing? You can't right. find the little. Rings. I found it. I will say no. I have oh. it here. Bane, Bane, Bane. Should be one of the green ones. Bane. I forgot that you. Do have... you feel in control? <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we doing this now? Uh, you think the dice <laughs> are your ally? <laughs> 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 We're such dorks, you guys. That was kind of baba. <laughs> all right. Well, I spent all morning rolling up a new character, you guys. You're gonna love her. <laughs> <We did. laughs> Just in case. Um, I thought we had Bane. I'll just put these black. Uh, yeah, there you go. There is Bane. I swear it's in there. Yeah, I, I know there are. They're green. They're green. Yeah. I got cursed. I got poisoned. That are green. Good times. Maybe they're Radio gray. All the time. So many rings. <laughs> I'm make sure I prep those like I prep less. Okay, here we go. Uh, drop another one here. And then drop another one. There's a vein. They're kind of gray. Oh, they're gray. That's funny. There we go. Um, there it is. Sweet. Okay. So they have the minus a D4 on attack rolls. Yep. Dope. Good job, Julius. Um, hmm. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, Ash, um, I think uh, I think if well, you got eight health, you said. If you're thinking of healing me, I would do that. It's just my last spell slot. So it's either heal you 
right now or wait my next turn to do a guiding bolt on uh, Granny. She's uh, it's, but she's behind the the wall of thorns. Like you're probably not gonna hit her. Yeah. Because that's why you missed last time. Because her AC is higher because she's like partial cover. Or or has like half cover. cover. If I die, then it's then you, you can't run away. Shandri. It's you and Chandri against the three hags and the remaining pumpkin guy. I'm gonna use my last spell slot as a bonus action to heal, do healing word uh, first level. So 10 health Amazing. to Ash. Thank okay, you. great. <laughs> um, all right, pumpkin guy number four is just gonna wander over by the pyre and stand there uh, waiting to see if maybe he can get his head back or to see if pumpkin king will emerge. Uh, Chandri. Oh boy. Um... So Granny's so... here, and then the other hag is behind you. Right. And I... Looks far worse off than Granny. Which one? This said... one. And she, smart. she cast the Wall of Thorns, just so you know. Oh, okay. Um... All right. I'll take a swing at her then. The, the hurt looking one that cast the Wall of Thorns. Okay, great. Uh, 17 to hit. 17 is the AC. <laughs> oh, buddy. Okay. <sighs> Do it, Chaudhry. Get her. Uh, six slashing. Nice. Okay, so she's only got five. Woo! <laughs> I, was, I was really hoping that you would kill her the last game. All right, so when so she we. dies, one, her concentration obviously fails, so the Wall of Thorns Amazing. Uh, everybody make perception checks, I guess, except for Tazu and Mars. I I won't. <laughs> You're in green flame. <laughs> My perception's not great anyway. DAC siete. That's 17. 18. Okay. <laughs> 16, 17. You notice. 18. 14. Great. Oh, yeah, good enough. Uh, the storm cloud that was gathering above. Uh, uh, Julius and Ash fades away and the fireball on the ground that number three was working on also fades. Both hags that now are here yell in frustration and uh, someone had 18? Chandri had 18? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chandri, you notice after this kill that that yelling is no longer in unison. Oh. Up okay. to this point, everything's been at the same time. Okay. Good to know. Um, I still have a bonus action, and I would like to uh, slice Granny. Great. 17 again. Beautiful. Well, I great. love it. Love to yeah. see it. Okay, good. I was like, just kill that one hag. Just kill that one hag. <laughs> um, I five slashing that. damage. How much? Five. Excellent. Oh my gosh, they keep forgetting that Hunter's Mark is a concentration spell, so that would have been dropped at a certain point. Okay, that's fine. It was on It was on the one that Chandra killed anyway. Great. Um. Okay. 
Uh, excellent. So yeah, you, you slash in the granny gristle gums, and she's like, in frustration, and like you cut across her like shoulder, and some green like ickery blood comes out. Uh, all right, that was number three. That got killed. Uh, so number two's turn. Ah, she's she is frustrated as well. She is going to movement. Yep, five, ten, fifteen. She's going to come flanking Chandri. You just killed her sister. And Bane. She, yep, she's got Bane. So it's with advantage, but minus D4s. So, okay, she's going to try to slash you. Wow. Um, minus a D4. Uh, does, man, that sucks. Does does a 14 hit you? No. All right, Bane, Bane, what, what, would a uh, 17 have hit you? <laughs> yes. There's your Bane. <laughs> Good job, Bane. Uh, so she comes up to try to slash you, uh, no longer having access to her coven spells, uh, and but with the bane cannot quite get you. That's good. Uh, number six is going to wait to see if it can recover its head. All right, uh, Taz, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. You got this. 19. Okay. Uh, and roll. Uh, so you you are maintaining your you're ma- maintaining your like control of yourself right now. You know that you are you. You feel this incredible pressure of change. I need you to roll up a D100. You need to pick high or low for me. Again. Okay. <gasps> Damn it! No. Right, because the one with the zero is the tens place. Yeah, yeah. Two zero 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 is ten. Like zero. Yeah, that, these are the tens. Yeah. So, uh, that's a 26. Okay. Um, so, you take three, uh, evocation damage from the fire, um, and it is, like, holding you in place. You start to feel yourself change, uh, Tazu. You feel like you're getting taller, uh, and stronger, but in your mind, you're still you. So you can choose to step out of the flame or you can choose to stay in it. I... Since I took damage, I think I want to leave the flames. Okay. I will exit the flames towards... Can I choose which direction I go? or Uh, It's very disorienting because you were starting to turn into a pumpkin monster. Um, 
So uh, roll a d4. We'll go one north, two east, three south, um, and then I guess four will probably you might have to stay in. One. All right. We'll go so, to the north. All right. So you can so you can walk through out of the flame. Oh. Um, you're you. You have your. You still have a pumpkin on your head, but you're kind of disoriented. But you got enough to get out. Okay. Okay. Um, Great. Yeah. All right. So next <laughs> turn. It'll turn. Be, next turn. It'll be back to normal. Uh, Ash. So four and six don't have their heads. Right. I thought four still had had theirs. No, I put it onto Mars. And then five was the one that was on Julius and it died? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sora killed five. Okay. Great. So four and six don't have pumpkin heads. Right. Sir? Yeah. Um, I'm going to... This is so interesting. Um... Sorry, I'm thinking. I'm going to put Hunter's Mark on Granny. Okay. So that's my second spell. Why did it drop last time? Because I got hit. I've been did, hit. But did you but did you make a concentration uh, yeah, check? Roll, roll a d20 to see if you maintained your concentration. Actually. Oh, natural 20. Yeah, nice. okay, so you, ma- you maintained your concentration. So for a bonus action... You just you move, it to, move it to green. Great. So, okay, good. That's good. That is good. Okay. I'm going to... Uh, move so that I'm directly north of Granny Gristle Gums. Okay, uh, number 11 will attempt to bite you. That's fine. Uh, does a 16 hit you? Yes. Okay, you take three bite damage. Wow. Okay. And then I'm going to shoot at her. With an arrow. What's your speed? Uh, 30. Alright, put you here. Okay. Uh, 16. Miss. Yep, that's what I thought. Uh, okay. And And Sora gets to go as well. Sora is going to try and pounce on her. Um, on to Granny. Yes. Okay. Is her speed fifty? It's fifty. If you move diagonally, she should be able to make it. Uh, yes. If she cuts a lot of corners here, she can make it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking advantage of that. All right. Okay. <laughs> Um, 
Oh yeah, so she's non Euclidean gonna... geometry. <laughs> she's gonna pounce. Okay. So Granny has to make a strength saving throw. Mm-hmm. Let's throw that dice on the ground. Uh, oh, pretty good. Twenty-three. Okay, so no. But she's flanked now, right? Uh, yes. All right. So Sora's gonna try and pounce, and the second one is a natural twenty. Yeah. To that, to that, to that. Nice. All right. Good. Needed that. Okay. So the first attack is going to be. Oh come on, eleven. Uh, eleven is a miss. No, no, no. no. She. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You needed that for twenty. Yeah, uh, eleven total 11 damage. Yeah, eleven damage. Nice. That's good. Good is relative. That's true. Oh, uh, it's a physical attack. So I had a D6, right? Uh, is that just for me? It's I only think that's, for you. It's just for you. Sigh. Sigh. Uh, okay, is that your turn? Yes. All right. Marza. So you're in the green flag. I need you to make a wisdom save. 14. Okay. Uh, I need you to roll a uh, percentile die. I need you to pick high or low before you roll. High. Okay. 73. Thank fucking God. 73? Okay, great. Um, all right. So uh, you... Uh... Oh, wait, you say 14? Yeah. Hey, all right, good. Um, that's actually good. So you you save the wisdom saving throw, and you start to feel like like I described to Tazu earlier, because um, it's your like second round here. Uh, you feel yourself getting like taller and stronger. Uh, the uh, kid's voice in your head is like, "You'll be the pumpkin kid, la la la," but you can shake it out. Uh, with your high, uh, yeah, with, and you don't take any of damage from the magic because you you rolled high on your percentile, so you can either choose to stay in the flame or and, and continue to transform. I feel like Carter's frozen. Uh, continue, you can continue to transform. Uh, you're like you have awareness of yourself. You're not like turning into a gourd in your mind um, or you can you can exit mm-hmm. um, I would like to exit okay uh, let's roll a d4 to choose which direction you go because it's very disorienting one uh, that was north so I'll walk you out here and then and it is Granny Gristlegum's turn Ooh. she is <laughs> she is feigned um, good how long does that last? The concentration spell. One minute. Great. Um, she is going to, um, yeah, I think while the panther is a problem, uh, she's going to attack Chandri. Uh, 21, but minus. Uh, 
Bomb stuff minus two. 19. That hits. Okay. Uh, Going back to my hag screen. There we go. Um, She does. Why did I do this? Okay, here we go. Uh, She does 10 slashing damage to you, Chandri. 10? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, And then she uh, is going to. Can she do this without? Let me double check and see if she can do this now that her her uh, stuff is gone. <laughs> now that we messed up her shit. Okay, so she is going to just uh, step over here so that she is not exactly flanked. Um, just to do that. Um, and then this pumpkin guy is going to run up onto Julius and try to bite him. Oh, no. Uh, 11 to bite you, Julius? Yeah. Little, little yeah. pumpkin. Yep, that hits. 11 Did hits? Did you say 11, 11 hits? 11 hits? Yeah. What? AC? My AC is 11. Oh boy! <laughs> you are such a glass even, cannon. You, you have a lower AC than me. You take four bite damage from the pumpkin guy. <laughs> Great. And now it is your turn, Julius. Oh wait, is that is that considered uh, natural damage? Um. Yeah. All right. Pump. So that's eight damage because okay. of the episode. Right. Pr- yep. Yeah. <laughs> Vulnerabilities. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's magic. Well, let's say it actually hurts you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, okay. Cool. And now it's your turn, wow. Julius. Okay. Uh, looking at the uh, board, I. Why are we? I'm on the wrong screen. I'm sorry. There's the battle screen. Sorry, everyone who's watching. Uh, Granny is within sixty feet. Yes. Uh, Toll the dead. Okay. <laughs> Eyes go black. Uh, moss kind of grows around through the cracks. I point my finger, and she has to make a wisdom saving throw minus a d4. All right, what's the DC? 14. Okay. <laughs> well, unless minus a d4, just to see how low this is. Uh, she rolled a six. Great. Yay. And she's taking damage, right? She has. Great. So that's one d12 necrotic. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Die, bitch. Nine <laughs> necrotic damage. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so to- toxic necrotic. Moss begins to come on on her skin. Yeah, and there's this like strange otherworldly <clears throat> bell that rings out, sounding from somewhere beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as it does so, that moss comes up on Granny, and she's like, "What?" Ah! And you see like her like 
if she does have a lot of flesh because because of the way she is, but it starts to like she sinks in a little. She gets a little more sallow, and, like she screams out in pain uh, as this moss is eating at her from with this crazy bell sound. Uh, that was good. Um, all right, uh, it becomes pumpkin number four wants his hat. He's going to come here and he's going to uh, try to get his head back from you. Uh, Marzar, I guess maybe it's more like a, like, since you're resisting, it's more like trying to re-affix it on you. So, uh, Mars, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Nine. Nine, okay. So, he's going to grapple you and, uh, and attempt to, like, lift and reset the pumpkin into your mind. Okay. Uh, so you start to hear the children again. Pumpkin King, Pumpkin King. I need you to make, this is a frustrating battle for Marzo. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Seven. Oh no. So he, he reaffixes his pumpkin head to you and you again feel the call of the green flame. She'll just stay there. She'll just stay there. Uh, but you won't go there this round. So we did it last time. So, um, so it's doing that. Uh, Chandri. Well, she might on her turn. Yeah, oh, that's true. She'll turn, just stay she there. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Chandri. Great. I'm going to use my last first level spell slot and cast Thunder Wave. Yeah, that should affect both, both the hags. Yeah. Um, so they need to make a constitution save. The number to beat is 12. Okay. Uh, Granny rolled a 22. With the bane? Uh, minus two. So Granny got a tw- dirty 20. Granny Gristlegum saved. But the other hag, uh, she rolled a two and then minus four, so her save's a negative two. Negative two. Yes. It's knocked the F back. So, Mm -hmm. okay, so Granny takes half and she doesn't move, but the other Mm -hmm. one gets knocked back. Uh, that's... Sorry, one sec. Jared, can you adjust that camera? There's no... Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, the camera was off. Boom. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. So it's gonna be five thunder damage to the one hag, and then half of that to Granny. Okay. Okay. Great. And she gets pushed back ten feet. Okay. Right. Yes. She gets okay. pushed back ten feet. Thunder. Do um, the thunder. Exactly. Um, I'll take a step five feet west so that I'm... Can I flank? Is it possible for me to step into that tree line so that I can find... Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you can step into the tree line. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to use second wind, so I'm going to regain 1d10 plus level hit points. Beautiful. Fighters! Yeah. Oh, that's a nine, so I get uh, 13 hit points back. Excellent. 
Dope. And that's my turn. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, hag number two does not like that you did that. <laughs> uh, she's going to take to the edge and come at you. Uh, okay. Probably doesn't matter. Uh, 24 hits you, yeah? Sure does. My, that's a minus a d4? Yeah. She rolled really, really high. Wow. <laughs> um, she didn't crit you. <laughs> that's the important part. Oof. Um, she does 12 slashing damage to you. So glad you got those hit points back. Yeah, me too. Wow. Um, uh, uh, number six is going to uh, try to uh, grapple you, Tazu, so make a reflex save. That's an 18. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it's trying to like reseat the pumpkin on your head, um, but you can't get out of it. He's gonna try to punch you kind of yeah. crazily. Um, yeah. Does a 16 hit you? Ah, uh, yes, that's my armor class. Okay, uh, uh, take four bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, from him, um, and it's your turn. Cool. Well, mm -hmm. I was gonna do a thing, but since he's yeah, you can throw that pumpkin off your head as a free action. Uh, yeah. Cool. I bick. Okay. Uh, take. I throw it off my head. It uh, it kind of magically goes back on top of number six. Okay. What do they look like with their heads off? I just realized. There's just like, like nothing. Kind of like. It's like it's like, been ripped off, whatever. Like, like the oh, headless okay. horseman. Yeah. Just sort of, just like a. Or in Hocus Pocus, when, when. Uh, Billy. Billy gets his head knocked off, and yeah. he's just like, oh, no, over, here, over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reference for you. Um, go watch Hocus Pocus, kids. It's great. I've only seen that movie once. <laughs> um, it was good. It was. Okay. I was going to try and go help Chandri, but I need to get rid of this stupid dude. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hit him with my quarterstaff. Great. Natural 20. Nice. Woo! Did, did this natural Patreon. 20 brought you by Patreon. Yay. Okay, so it's max damage plus a roll. So that's... It's 16 points of damage. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you take your, your quarter staff and you, like, smash through the pumpkin and just, like, the force of your hit against... The, its body, you just hear bones snap and break as it collapsed onto the ground. Like, it only had so many hit points and you just obliterated the shit out Nobody of it. Nobody pumpkins <laughs> me! Yay! Yeah. Um, and then number four is still up. Yep. He doesn't have a pumpkin, right? 
Uh, he doesn't. It's on Mars's head at the moment. Okay. Well, I'm going to use my bonus action to punch him in the head. Yeah. Oh, that was a sad roll, though. Is he flanked? Is he flanked? Um, Am I flanking him with someone? You know, because... Because well, Marza can't really be. Marza's not threatening it because can, can I oh. can I scooch over and and flank him with Julius then? Uh, yeah, you can take your movement. Yeah, I didn't move anything yet. So. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can flank him. Yeah. Did you do it again? Did you roll one. Roll, roll a one that time. So well, we'll take can... that first roll. Yeah. Which is a nine. To nine hit. total. <laughs> yeah. No, I won't hit it. Oh. I tried. You <laughs> did. Sometimes you did. that's all you can do. Uh, Ash. Uh, I will run up to Granny Crystal Gums and attack. Well, she's flanked now, right? She is. She, she, she's been flanked. Great. Good. I will attack with my first sword. Okay. Those are both bad, so eight. We'll just pretend that didn't happen. That's a miss. <laughs> okay, neither of those hit. Okay, and now Sora Sor <laughs> is going to attack. Wow, these are really bad. Nope. The continuing right. of the dice curse continues. Six, that's six rolls in a row. All under 10. Oof. Oh my god. That's bad. The That's probability. Rough, rough kid. Uh, all right. Marza, you walk your way into the flank. Oh. Make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Just gonna chill here. It's a six. It's fine. Okay, roll a uh, pick I have higher. No wisdom. Oh. Yeah, her. She casts with charisma. Uh, yeah, pick high yeah. or low. Oh, uh, high. And roll a percentage. Oh, that was good. That was seventy-five. Okay, great. So, um, it does. The flames don't hurt you, so that's good. Uh, you're stuck in there. You're starting to. You hear the children. Pumpkin king, pumpkin king. You're gonna be the pumpkin king. And you can feel like before when you stepped in this flame, you started to have like physical change. Uh, this time in your head, you can't seem to shake the children's singing. Um, so hopefully we'll see where this goes. Um, I, I'm much more optimistic now than I was when we started the game. Uh, uh, all right, it's Granny's turn. Um, she, uh, yeah, yeah. Ash and and Sora just tried to just completely whipped it. So she's got to feel very confident that you're not much of a threat. Uh, she's gonna attack Chandri. Of course she is. Oh man. Uh, uh, D four. Oh, minus, minus D four. <laughs> uh, fifteen. Does fifteen hit you, Chandri? No, since I'm dual wielding, my AC is 16. So yeah, she Peace. because of Bane, she she misses you again. 
Just barely. Uh, clutch. Clutch. It was minus clutch. two. So she, she oh. would have hit. Um, yeah. Anthony Davis, game three, Miami Heat series. That clutch. That clutch. I don't I don't For know. For all you sports but... ball fans out there, yeah. Okay. Um, Football. Sports. Uh, all right, uh, the number 11 little pumpkin guy is going to try to bite uh, Julius again. Uh, it's a 10, so that's below your AC of 11. Oh, yeah. I so, thought that so was that, damage. Oh, wait, but but he's flanking you with number four. Sorry. Dang it. Yep. I hope you can get uh, A 14 will hit you. Yep. Okay. How do you only have 11 damage? Or AC? 11 I mean. AC. Yeah, that's I'm sorry. We're going to get that figured no. out. Do you uh, not fix I'm, that? A, I'm a cleric. You, gotta, you have no decks? We got to work that out. We got to figure that out. Oh, wait, that's your initiative. Okay, so it would just be one, but because it's natural damage, it's two. <laughs> okay, that's fine. You take two as it's like continuing to gnaw on you and it's reaching its vine. Into you, Julius, and starting to try to like break your bark off with its vines. Oh! Uh, and then it becomes your turn, Julius. Boop. Okay. Told the dead, the hag. <laughs> Green. It's a cantrip. It's a cantrip. Great. And uh, sixty feet. <laughs> against so, Granny Gristlegums again, or the yep. other? Yep. Okay. Granny. Uh, wisdom 14. Okay. Minus 1d4 minus, for you. Minus a d4. Okay. Wisdom. Uh, nine. Yes! This is awesome. D12 damage. Nine damage. Fuck. All right, yeah, so again, you hear this otherworldly <laughs> like ring out and more uh, moss and strange now like the moss that's already on her but before is starting to sprout strange like black pustules like pseudopods almost hooking out of it and she starts screaming and it's like taking her down she looks really bad um, eyes are just black and I'm in oh. pain from the pumpkin it's just confusion and anger Come on! <laughs> yeah so she's screaming um, all right. Uh, number four, his head is on Marza. Um, he's going to okay. flail about, and I'm going to roll a percentage and see if he just accidentally happens to hit either Julius or Tazu. I was like, he can come trade places with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Tazu, do you want high or low? Or medium. High, low, or medium? Well, high hasn't been working for me, so I guess I'll <laughs> go low. Low. And Ju Julius, do you want uh, medium or high? Medium seems kind of nice. Okay. We rolled a 40, which is above 33, so that's medium. So he's... He's going to try to... He's going to maybe hit you, Julius. Let's roll an attack roll. He rolled an 11, so he and, hits you. And it's, uh, but this, is, this isn't this is natural damage, because this guy is, yeah. like, a person. Sure. Uh, 
he does three bludgeoning with his wild flailing. Great. Uh, against you, Julius. It's great. Chandri. Oh, gosh, it's my turn again. Um, I want to kill her. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to slice at Granny, and I should have advantage because of lovely Sora over there. Yep, yep. Twenty-two to hit. Yes. <laughs> okay. Six slashing damage for the first one. Granny, covered in moss, still trying to maintain her power, body shriveling. Chandri's attack. How do you kill Granny Gristlegut? Oh, yes! Yes! I I want to stab her like right through the throat with my rapier, so it's gonna be a ground lunge. So like, right, one sword behind, one sword in front, straight through the throat, and then I twist it. Yeah, Granny oh. almost anticipates your attack as you make your lunge, but the weight of the panther behind her blocking her movement, and you skewer her through the throat and twist as dark green fey blood just starts to leak and cover the moss, and she shrivels yes. down in front of you. Yeah! Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Still uh. have one peg remaining. Yes, oh, and I still have bonus action, so I will turn around and try and slice her with fortune. Yep. Twenty-one to hit. Great. Woo. Nice. And yeah, that's a D8. Okay. Ooh, that's nice. Uh, ten slashing damage for this other. Great. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you you. Uh, this hag is far younger than Granny Gristlegum. She's not nearly as uh, like corrupted and shriveled and changed. Uh, still has the bird feet, but uh, like more human features. And you slice across her and like a deep cut into the arm and she just <sighs> at you um and uh good uh julius you notice when granny gristlegums dies the little pumpkin guy behind you that's been like gnawing on you and trying to pull on you falls back and just starts to rot oh that's uh, convenient the <laughs> Hold on, let's see what happens to these green flames. Can the third hag maintain the power of transformation? I rolled a natural one. The flame of the pyre dies, and uh, Marza, you become aware of your surroundings. Um... It is number two's turn, so she's going to try to attack you, Chandri, because you have ruined her night. <laughs> um, ruined it. Ruined Halloween. Ruined Halloween. There was going to be giant pumpkin monsters wrecking yeah. in. It was going to be great. Uh, so 14 to hit you. No. That's with the Bane. Bane has been 
brutal. Bane <laughs> is clutch. a great spell. Bane, I, Bane, I think Bane turned the tide of this battle. That and you killing the one hag right away, finally. But yeah, Bane, yeah, yeah. Bane has been... I think Bane's kept you alive. <laughs> so Bane is like just this OP thing that just automatically hits three things, like Bless. There's yeah, no it's, 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 like, it's the opposite of Bless. Yeah. That's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Bane is great. <laughs> Bazu. Oh, hey, it's my turn. Um, Granny's dead. Mm-hmm. What happens when Granny dies? What happens to this Rohim in front of me? Um, he's still like flailing about. Um, his head is uh, not returning to him, though. Okay, it's it's still on Marza. Yeah, she's just she'll be able to. No, no, I just yeah, I wanted technically to make still sure. on Marza. Okay, then yeah, I'm put this dude out of his misery and hit him with my quarter staff. Okay. So, oh God, that's a terrible roll. You have you have advantage because you're flanking. Oh, him. good. That's a better roll. That's 18 to hit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Seven points of bludgeoning damage. All right. Yeah, you, you smash into him. When you kill number four, Marza, the pumpkin that's on your head, just starts to rot and falls off. Oh. Um, and... Great. Wait, it's not, it's not, I'm not done. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I still have my movement. Yeah. Can I you... get to the other hag? What's your movement? 40. Yep. Great. You can get on the other side Wait. and flank with Chandra. Does she look hurt at all? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to spend a key point and do flurry of blows. Excellent. The first hit is a 19. 19 will hit. The second one might not hit. That's a 14. No, but it's with advantage because you're flanked. Oh, right. Sure. Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Cool. I hit her once. The first hit was my stone hand, because it's the left. Um, so that's five. Five points of bludgeoning damage and one point of earth damage. Oh no, you can't see it. Uh, I can't see it. Uh, right. Is that where I'm looking at right here? There's a number five! Hey! Hey! I punch her to death! <laughs> yes. With the... So, sorry, Marza. That wasn't a lot for you to do. Um, hey, she didn't turn into a pumpkin monster. It's all good. None of us died. It's so fine. As, yeah. I mean, as, you as guys... You, I was going to say, you know how I roll. I either don't fight or I come and make someone explode. That's just yeah, my yeah. So... Tazu, yep. your your stone fist comes through and you just like clock her on the head. You just feel her jaw break and the like energy behind her eyes just fades and she collapses to the ground in a heap. And uh, I imagine they start to kind of melt. Um, 
yeah. at the same time with the power of the coven of these hags broken this strange forest the mist starts to clear with the wind and the forest just starts to kind of fade and wave like heat lines like when you're looking at a hot car in the summer like the whole air starts to shimmer and shift and the trees the majority of them not all of them disappear and you are like 500 feet behind the loa farmhouse uh where the pyre was there is a kind of hollowed out large stump that seems kind of otherworldly. Um, it's blackened with magic and uh, whatever loci or focus this was of this transformative energy, uh, what has remained of this tree is kind of hollowed out. And everybody make a perception check for me. Twenty-two. Sixteen. Thirteen. Five. Natural twenty. All right. Uh, Tazu and Julius, in this burned-out tree, the moonlight coming in now to this uh, mostly cleared field instead of a forest filled with spooky children. <laughs> Uh, there is a, the light of the moon is glinting on something, uh, inside this tree. The, the bowl of this stump. I'll approach uh, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk over to it. Uh, there seems to be a cache of, of items and treasure. <laughs> awesome. What nothing, kind? Nothing fancy. What kind? Um, there is, uh, there's, judging by height and weight, there's about a thousand gold here. Ooh. There's a, there's a lot of shiny. <laughs> it seems to be that's kind of the base. It's falling into the ground. Um, there's, it's gold and gems and and that kind of thing. But at that, about a thousand gold worth. Okay. Mm. Uh, there. Uh, Tazu, something catches your eye. There are uh, silver uh, what's the right word? Like tong? It, it's like an armlet. There's these silver armlets that have uh, are marvelously shaped and crafted to look like dragon heads. So if you put it on your arm, they would be like crossing and facing two different directions. The head, the dragon heads would. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm assuming everybody else is coming over here. Guys, yeah. come look oh, yeah. at all this shit. It's amazing. Ash, there I is... run right over. Uh, <laughs> I want to pick up the little dragon guys. I'm like, okay. Ooh. Ash, something that catches your eye. There is this uh, white quiver that has arrows in it. Uh, it is finely crafted. Uh, it is white scale of something and like golden work, golden filigree and work on it. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, That's that, for shooting arrows. Yeah. Uh, 
Chandri, when you're kind of poking around and counting gold and like, ooh, uh, you find digging through the gold and like kind of arranging, you find this woven cord that's six or eight inches long. It's uh, lustrous silver, uh, very, very fine hair woven into a very small braid. And uh, with the moonlight hitting it, you get a few different colors reflected with how it shines. Uh, And there is a charm, a very small charm on the end of that's uh, like a small coin, very, very small coin, smaller than a dime, that has a blade on it embossed on. That is uh, really cool. Marza, as you are like taking in the fact that you didn't turn into a monster. Traumatized. Um, and trauma-inducing. Uh, you see scattered amongst the gems and the gold, there's a small, very bright to your eyes glowing pearl. Mm. It seems to you that's something that you want. And Julius, amongst all this treasure... I see bark. You see a really interesting looking cup. Mm. Uh, It's made of stone, but it is shaped to look like it's made of wood. (laughs) And it seems really interesting to you. So I'll go ahead and tell you guys, because I imagine we could get someone to tell you what it is, uh, but we might as well go ahead and just say you figure this out. Uh, Tazu, these dragon armlets, uh, it's this is a wondrous item, and it's going to need to attune to you uh, it is only for monks, uh, and, uh, uh, torque, that's the word I'm looking for, torque. Torque. Uh, it goes on your arm, and while you wear it, uh, oh, it's, there's two of them, excuse me, there's two of them, and... Right, one on each side, right? Yeah, yeah, for, one on each like, side. Like, on my, I'm, like, it goes on, like, your, 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 yeah, uh, bicep. like, right above your, above your bicep. bicep. Yeah. Yeah. So my uh, they, stringy little dragonborn biceps. <laughs> it, is, it does magically seem to shape to you when you put them on. So once they're attuned to you, uh, once per day, you can use your deflect missiles ability to deflect a ranged spell attack against you. Yes. So That's magic cool. missile, you can just pop. Because I've never gotten to use my deflect missiles yet because everything that gets slung at us is magical. (laughs) Uh, Ash, this is a white dragon quiver. It stores 30 arrows. Five arrows can be charged with an extra 1d8 cold damage. And it it recharges every sunrise. Oh. Wow. Okay, so Allie holds wants 30. Home. Yeah, I do. <laughs> holds. I, this ain't no Legolas shit. Is, oh, it's um, not that. I want it for my other. Rangers. I want it for my other character. She, yeah. she wants it for her ranger in another <laughs> game. <laughs> is it an L? Yes. Yeah, well, she can't have it. 
Who are we <laughs> talking to, Carter? Is it an elf? Is it an elf? Chandri, <laughs> uh, this uh, lustrous woven hair, uh, you put it on one of your weapons. Uh, it binds to it magically, so it cannot be removed, but it makes it a plus one weapon. So that counts as magical, Ooh. and you add one to your attack and damage. Hell I, yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to put that on Fortune because Valor has the Kringle's Cold attached yes. to it. Great. Excellent. I just want to note that we're getting more and more cold damage weapons, and there's a cold damage dragon out there. My brain is on fire. Kringle's Cold <laughs> was last Christmas. <laughs> I that dragon didn't last exist. Last Christmas. <laughs> We got Kringle's cold. Yeah. Uh, was it? Sorry, Jared. Was it one d eight of uh, cold damage? Yeah, it adds it adds one d eight cold damage, On and top it of charges five. Nice, yeah. and it charges five every every day at sunrise. It's specifically to sunrise, sunrise not daily. Okay. Oh. So, quick question. Um, mm -hmm. The the you said it's a plus one weapon. So is that plus one to the attack or plus one to the damage? Yes. <laughs> both? It's both. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do what? And and, yes. and can <laughs> attack because monsters that have like some monsters are immune to regular damage. It has to be like a magical yeah. attack. It's a so it becomes a magical weapon. Yes. Got it. Um Marza, that's a pearl of power. So it gives you, and you get to store a spell into it, level one through three. So you get to pick one, and it gives you an extra spell slot, essentially. Yeah, so you like cash it in for another spell slot once yeah. a day. Okay, it's like a sorcery point. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. It's like it's like having an extra spell. Mm -hmm. Nice. And then, which seemed like. While not maybe the most exciting thing, a very useful thing. Uh huh. Uh, and then I know as soon as you're like, eat Marza, you see a pearl. I was like, pearl power. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's super helpful. Julius, uh, this is a goblet of purity. It a feels very is, pure. Yeah, a cleric <laughs> that is attuned to it, so you need to attune to it. Uh -huh. uh, can can bless water that you pour into it, and it takes ten minutes. Water blessed in this way becomes free of disease. It becomes crystal clear, and creatures drinking from the goblet are cured of all disease. Oh, nope. Let's see. Uh, let's see. It's reflection. That's everybody's stuff. Everybody's also, question. Upon killing, yeah. I was just going to ask a question about cure all diseases. Uh. Does that consider conditions or just what we would bump into is a disease? Uh, if you are diseased by a spell or something, you can cure it with this goblet. Got it. Okay, Jared, looks like he's going to say something really exciting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, everybody upon... shut up. Let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> upon the defeat of Granny Gristlegums, an old foe who caused you a lot of trouble. Uh, Welcome to level five. Yeah! Yeah! Extra yeah. attacks! Extra attack! Extra attack! It's been so long. 
I'm so I know. Sad. I was like, I was like, if we live today, Jarrett has to let us love a little. <laughs> yeah. It's died. Hey everyone, we did not die. And to celebrate, surprisingly, oh, to more, celebrate, more. I should let you know that we have a poster. Poster. <laughs> poster hype. Of everyone who survived that massive fight. Um, so I'm I, gonna, I'm gonna plop down on this stump and take a breather. <laughs> does yeah. anyone want want some food? That's yes, really, please. That sounds yes. very nice. That sounds really nice, Ash. Anything but pumpkin. <laughs> no pumpkins. That's my only request. I want an apple pie. That's what apple I want. Apple pie is fine. Okay. I make everyone apple pie. Nice. Yeah, out of your cooking pot, you heat it up, and you're like, yeah. mm, apple pie. And it produces, a, a, like, kind of little, uh, uh, like what you get at McDonald's, a little... McDonald's apple pies. Yeah, yeah, it's like a McDonald's apple pies. One for everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Comes out of the pot. Yeah, I love it. The little one. That's amazing. <laughs> he said it's for everybody. Like, it took sense. a it took a second for my brain to go. <laughs> is the is the farm is like the house part of the farm like okay like yeah um not like Chandra dilapidated. Want to check it out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to go check it out. It's only been like a month. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. But yeah, it, I mean, it's it. It's been abandoned for a while. Like before Granny killed, before the bandits and Granny like killed every everyone else of the Loa family. Um, uh, it was only in okay shape, and then so it's, and it got transformed into that giant thing, and then shrunk back down with the Wanda Wonder getting taken out. So, um. So what you're saying is, if 2020 <laughs> were a house, it's this one. But got still it. standing. Sure. Um, it's so got it it's got room for 2021. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's still standing. The rooms are there. It's dusty. Okay. Yeah. It's little. It's still dusty and and stale inside, but it's okay. Okay. Cool. Oh, we should well, probably we go fetch fetch the horses too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mars. Um, I would like to go over to Chandri. Um, I'm sorry that I smell like a rotting pumpkin. Um, I just okay. wanted to check in with you. Granny said some uh, terrible things, and yeah, um, shit. I figured it was only a, a matter of time till this came up. Um, I wonder if maybe this is something I should talk to the whole group about now that it's out in the open, but yeah, what she said was true. Hmm. Are you over here, Julius? I, I'm sitting on this stump and I'm quite perceptive. Okay. Um, I'm, I, are you okay now? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, it's a long story, but yeah, I, for the past six years, I've been a pirate. Um, I was a member of, uh, Diana the Destroyer's crew. <laughs> um, it was, Thunder's Bane was our ship. 
and she was the greatest sea person to ever set sail in our lifetime. She was incredible. And I would have followed her to the ends of the earth. But, um, yeah, shit didn't work out. So anyway, that's why I wear this stupid thing. It's not a fashion statement. And I like undo the lace on my, I have like a, a leather cuff that you've never seen me take off ever. Um, and I take it off. And so like Chandra's covered in tattoos and they're all like pretty crisp. Like they look like they had a little bit of like magical aid and however it was they, they got put on. But this one is very like crude, like obviously like a stick and poke type situation. And um, it's a thunderbolt striking a skull. And I'm like, this here's my gang tattoo from back in the day. Uh, everyone on Diana's crew had it. I mean, I don't, I don't think you should be ashamed of that. <laughs> I don't know how many people I've killed. I mean, seriously, I stopped counting like, I don't know, two, three months into it because we just, we took what we wanted. I mean, how do you think I got these things like just ring on my swords? They don't even match. Like this one was a a member of the guard who like was the only one who stood up to Diana and I fucking slaughtered him and I took his shit. And then this one was from a lordling who was trying to protect his lady and I just, I, I have no idea how many people I've killed. I, I think that life sometimes puts us in places that we don't expect to be and I didn't think I'd be out here on the road also killing people with all of you. I didn't think I, I would have murderous thoughts about a crazy demon that's going around and murdering people, and I want to be just as bad as him. Sure, but seeking revenge on the demon that slaughtered your family is totally different than what I was doing. I... My mom died when I was young, like 15, and, um... I was starving and I had no one. And so when the pirate ship came and started pillaging my village, I saw it as an opportunity. And I said, fuck it, take me with you. I I want to be anywhere but here. That and I sound... did anything necessary. And you know what? I fucking loved it. I loved the way it felt to kill people. I loved how it felt to take whatever I wanted. It was a fucking power trip. And I felt myself becoming a kind of person that I don't want to be anymore because you know what? I considered that crew my family. Diana is the best friend that I've ever had. And if she were still alive, I would still be on that crew. But they fucking stabbed me in the back, threw Diana overboard, threw me overboard, and the only reason I'm alive is by some fucking miracle that I didn't even deserve. Mars so I feel like I don't- Chantry. I just, 
I know I don't deserve the gifts that I've been given and I'm trying to right all these wrongs that I've done. I was given a second chance by some higher power. Well, I think that you're splendid and you're not as annoying as Ash, so you can stay. <laughs> Ash, yeah, I mean- Here's I, none, of, none of this, so. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want anyone to know because I didn't want, I wouldn't trust me. I mean, this is perfect, really, because if you're that good of a killer, we're going to need you to kill my demon. I mean, I'd love to. Honestly, that sounds like a great time, but... And Tazu really yeah. likes hitting things, so... What? I don't know. You like hitting things, Tazu. Oh, right, yeah. Are we talking about hitting things? And Tazu will come over and sort <laughs> yeah. herself in. Um, I'll kind of show her my tattoo and be like, hey, this is a gang tattoo. I used to be a pirate, so just so you know, since we're setting seas, um, we might run into somebody that recognizes me and I'm kind of wanted in some places, so if we are oh. set upon because of me, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm not this person anymore, just so you know. Uh, uh, okay, are you, are you, are you still, sh are you actually Chandri? Yeah, yeah, my name's really Chandri. I, um, I was the first mate of Diane the Destroyer. Okay, I don't know who that is. I don't um, either, it's but, okay. Marza, you but, might have some familiarity with the name, but it's like more just like the notoriousness. She, I, yeah, I've I mean, sort of heard of her, but I don't know, it's like ghost stories or something. Okay, so, but you, but... But you are still Chandri, right? Like, yeah. not just the name, you are still you, yes? You've never tried to kill us in our sleep for our money, so you must have changed. I thank you for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not gonna... Because that's something I want you guys to understand, is... We should probably get Ash and Julius in here. Ash, I'll like stick my head out. <laughs> I come out, I've got like an apron on. I've been like tidying up, at, like I've been like arranging food and stuff. And like Sora's got like a big like hunk of meat like hanging out of her mouth. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this house needs to be cleaned. What, what do you I... want? Um. <laughs> I wanted to let you know that I used to be a pirate. I was the first mate of Diana the Destroyer, who's probably the most notorious pirate in modern history and wanted in a lot of places. This is a gang tattoo, but I promise I won't murder you in your sleep. And also I'm wanted. Hmm. Isn't so Ash you're also saying... wanted? I mean, well, he is, but in a different sort way. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that you're a thief and a cheater at dragon chess. Oh and no, I genuinely why. kicked I genuinely kicked your ass. But um yeah, uh I've done a lot of shit in my life and I'm um, trying to turn a new leaf because uh, 
certain goddess of the open sea decided to have mercy on me for some reason. And I feel like it's my responsibility to pay her back. And like, that's, that's one thing I want you guys to understand too, is I may be a piece of shit, but. But you're our piece of shit. I'm your piece of shit. When, when I joined the crew, I mean, up until the end there, that was the best six years of my life. Like they were my family and I would have killed for them. And I did. And I I mean, if you guys are my crew now, like, I'm here for you. Thank you. I, I go up to her and I, I, I pat her on, on the shoulder and I, and I actually get more serious than normal. And it's, it's okay. We, we trust you with our lives. We've been through too much together and we ever run into the crew that betrayed you. Maybe. Her name's Helia. Her, the, the, the one who organized the mutiny against Diana, her name's Helia. She's currently captaining the Thundersbane, and um, I would love nothing more than to slit her throat, but I don't know. She could be anywhere. Well, we might get lucky and maybe I can make her explode. That would be incredible. I'll try. We'll make it happen. (laughs) Yeah. But you don't you don't have to worry about how we feel about you. You're our family now. You've never heard us. Yeah, I mean, you guys are my crew, you're my family. Like I'll I'll do anything for you. I mean Shit, my last family freaking betrayed me in the worst possible way, but you guys are my crew now, so my fate's in your hands. Uh, Sora, Sora, like, goes up to Chandra and, and, like, offers her her meat (laughs) to her. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, is it like, did you do you give it to her raw or is it cooked yeah. or it's raw? No, it's, it's raw. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I'll just um, like give her a scratch on the head and like set it down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like she, wipe my hand like on my trousers. At, she like looks at you. She looked at you and she looks. She looks at it and then. <laughs> She like kind of does this like, like is it all right? Can I? Yeah, you you can. I appreciate okay, it. And she she picks <laughs> it back up. Ash, uh, is, well, is there a clean tub I can use? Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, well, I'm gonna. I'm sort of like making making some food, but. Um, if anyone wants to go get the horses, uh, we can get the horses. I, then, I can, uh, I can do that for you while you eat. Okay, great. And anyone else wants to clean up for anything? Is there a, person, is yeah. there a well or something where we get water from? On the yeah, farm? there's a well right outside the entrance. Okay. 
Tazu will start like getting water and trying to help Ash clean the house because Tazu's kind of bloodied and gross <laughs> and covered in pumpkin goo. So yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> so hey, she would also hey, like to wash up. <laughs> wash yourself up before you come in the house. That's what this okay. is for. It's like you're my mother. <laughs> yeah, I'll start helping like clean a little bit, and I also want to like. If I have a chance, just like check some of the like doors and windows and see if anything needs to be like boarded up, and um, yeah, like just general like maintenance to see if if anything needs to be secured. I mean, yeah, like several of the windows are broken, like seem like from like a storm. Yeah. Um, not like a break in though. Uh, the and just like the, general disrepair. Yeah, and then like the shifting of the house when it like physically like moved up into this like two story ridiculous thing and then shrunk back down into one story definitely everything's kind of cockeyed um but the door's mostly closed it's, it's gonna need like a crew of craftsmen and laborers to really uh right yeah get it back not to ash it. like it's it's, <laughs> it's with ash cooking it's warm inside um there's not much of a breeze that comes through it's not too drafty so it's nice to be inside. Right, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's still a protection from the elements, uh, it, but it's not really a fortifiable position. Sure, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna ask something. Mm, can't remember. It'll, it'll come to me later. Ash is cooking. Julius, you, you go in. The horses are there uh, waiting on you. Just they look a little concerned uh, shockwave is like taking point uh, I gently pat them all on, on their heads and uh, I collect the reins as I've seen the others do mm -hmm. and I lead them to the farm okay uh, persuasion or animal handling I will take animal handling for a total nine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shockwave doesn't like to be told what to do by anybody other than Ash. I mean, he only then, like, Ash kind of, like, makes suggestions and Shockwave's, like, into it. So he's a little <laughs> bit ornery. Um, well, brown definitely doesn't want to listen, but since everybody else is going, he's like, well, fine, I guess. Like, I was like that's the attitude you're getting. Uh, is it Pony? What's your tattoo? What? What's your horse? Winnie Cooper. Winnie Cooper, that's right. Winnie Cooper. Tony, what did you say? Tony Palooza? No, Pony Danza. <laughs> Pony Dance is my other horse yeah, from yeah. another game. Yeah. No, Winnie Cooper is Tazzy's horse. And, yes, Pony uh, Danza is a horse that I have had in another game. Yeah, that is not this funny. one. Yeah, in a parallel universe. Yeah. In a parallel universe, Jess has a horse named Pony Danza. I don't remember. I don't remember Chandri's horse either. <laughs> Roy. Roy, that's right. Good old Roy. So yeah, Roy and Winnie Cooper, they're very affable, so they come right along, and then well. Yeah. Brown. I stop. I stop noticing Shockwave isn't coming. 
if you want to stay out here, um, you're free to do so. Um, <laughs> Ash, <laughs> I, I can imagine Ash would like your your help and your protection. Uh, he's right over there. When you feel like it, you can come on over and you can help keep us safe. And I'll keep walking with the other horses. Yeah, after a, a minute, you, you hear his, because he's big, <laughs> you, you, hear, you hear his hooves, like, deciding to make his way along with everyone else. Great. Um, yep. I'll bring up the horses uh, to the door. Uh, there's a... To the door. <laughs> there, there, there's a, a stable around the back that the rest of you guys know about, like a, a small, like, shed with covering and, and a gate that you could put horses in. Ash, where would you uh, like the horses? Right here, by the door. Uh, no, put them, put them in the stable. There's a stable around. Um, if you go around the house, uh, you'll you'll run into it. A stable is a place with big open spaces where you can put horses. It's a house for horses. <laughs> yeah, what Tazzy said. <laughs> Tazzy yells from inside the house. All right, and. Take the horses around. Yeah. Almost. A... I almost missed the stable. I, like, oh, that's what that is. Yeah, yeah. This one's going to, it's more of like a lean through that's built onto the other side of the house. Um, so it's covered, so they'll have protection from the elements, but it's not in the best shape, but there's hay and stuff left over I, from last time. I bring over the horses. Um, mm-hmm. I just let go of the reins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they make their way in there. Um, wave like kicks open the gate, <laughs> like Lilu coming into the bathroom. Bam! <laughs> uh, and uh, and that's what she does. And so like Shockwave just like knocks <laughs> the gate open because he stayed here before, and just like make, leads his way in. Just like, and so the rest of them follow along. Um, just for the heck of it, uh, like to cast eyes of the grave and look around um how far does that go 60 feet yeah uh, nothing uh nothing undead um five miles five miles well (laughs) (laughs) uh uh, yeah no there's nothing uh nothing around uh you know you did have you did encounter zombies somewhere back there but that that forest is mostly gone. There's still actually some some of those strange growth trees are out. Uh, you can see them in the distance, but uh, you don't see any undead like before. Hmm. That's good. Um, the horses look settled. Content. Yeah, yeah. The two of them like kind of lay down into the the hay next to the house. Um, I'll wander back around. Uh, as I do, do I pass by any windows looking in at the the rest of the group? Uh, yeah, around the front. It's a, it's a pretty small place, but uh, like toward the side door, uh, where you first went up, like there is a window there, and you can see uh, the like kitchen living space where they're uh, they're working on stuff and heating water and doing all that. Well, uh, 
Julius will take note to what they're generally doing as common folk, and uh, Julius will head back over to that stump. Um, as so, I was like outside with Tazu cleaning up. Um, as I pass Julius, I go look. I put a bunch of um, soil in this bucket so you can come sit in the house with us. Oh, that's wonderful. That way, otherwise you're outside and we're all in here. Well, I'm, I'm normally always outside. Well, come inside with us. You can stick your feet in this. Or maybe just one at a time. I'm not sure if it's big enough. Okay. Julius just uh, lumbers back and follows. Yeah, you got a duck in the door. Um, yeah, I have to turn a little bit. The branches. Yeah. Um, and it's I'm a, like... The building is <laughs> old uh, to you, Julius. As like, you've seen a few structures. You've been yeah, on your travels. This one is old, but it has a very like. The sense of it that you get is actually kind of comforting. Like it's people have lived here and and had families here. And while maybe something terrible happened here, there was also a lot of joy that happened here. And it gives off a vibe that you can pick up on. Hmm. Lived in. It's a home. It's someone's home. Um. Julius uh, will uh, go up to Ash and at uh, Ash, can I uh, also use that fire to make some tea? Of course. Thank you. Yeah, it's like a wood stove. Yes. Uh, what? Uh, how do I use this? It's not a usual fire. Uh, well, you have to. <laughs> uh, you have to uh, um, light the fire mm-hmm. underneath, and then it'll heat the stuff you put on top on top of the surface. Okay. Uh, and it's already burning. Yes, I've been using it so it's already hot so you don't have to wonderful uh, just Julius... let me know if you need any hotter or anything of course thank you and julia starts making uh tea for everyone i don't i don't need any <laughs> no i'm tea. good <laughs> i'm all right thank you that's okay yeah um, uh Angie. like the metal pot that you your your tea set that you have like it actually has a flat bottom, so it sits really nicely right on top of the stove. And since the stove is iron, like it actually gets hotter fast, more efficiently and faster than with uh, hanging it over a flame. And it doesn't like smoke the tea at all. So you can. Oh. <laughs> well, this is interesting. So I remember what I wanted to talk about, everyone. What are we gonna do with all this money? That's a what lot. Do, what, what do people normally do with a lot of money? L. 
Well, I'd like, I'd like to get the Wand of Healing charged when we get a chance. I think that's important. So we need to go to a magic shop and pay someone to do that. Or a temple. Oh, thank you, Tazu. I don't a, really a know much. Like a, a, um, a cleric at a temple could probably do it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we do have some savings in the party fund, if you will. So I figured we could divide it evenly between us, or as evenly as possible, and then whatever odd amount is left, we can put in the party fund. I like that idea. Or, or we can like designate how much do we want to put in the party fund, and then the rest of it split evenly five ways. So, uh, how much, this is kind of a DM question, how much can we carry right now? Because, uh, Laura, you probably have a better grasp on this, but I feel like I've got like 132 gold on my own. I feel well, like that's not you know, right. If we were going for like true realism, you'd need to like pile it up on a cart or something like that. But that level of minutia is very annoying. <laughs> so, okay, fine. Jared just Great. hand waves away that money doesn't a, weigh anything. You got money. I'm a <laughs> fan of the minutia. Just it's say. a game that we play not to worry about how we're moving money. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody cares. No. <laughs> no one like cares. About That's it, not it's ridiculous. fun. <laughs> Chandra, no are you in charge? Are you in charge oh, so, of the party fund? She is. Uh, I've been, yeah, I've been kind it of keeping track of it. So, um, in light of your past, no, you I don't know, know if that's the best idea. Ash, like, don't no, be that's, unkind. I'm, I'm. That's a valid concern, but say it with seeing as one of the main reasons Helia organized the mutiny was because crew was not happy with how funds were being distributed, I realized that funds distribution is a pretty important thing to be on top of. I give you her know. a little, a playful punch. So oh, you're fucking with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. I would like a hundred gold for myself, personally. Sure. Yeah, so we could divide it evenly five ways and everyone would get 200. Um, and just not put any in the party fund, or if you, if there's a reason we want to put it in the party fund, we can redistribute. I'll do. I'll donate a hundred of my two hundred share to the party fund. That sounds good. Yes, I. If you want to keep your two hundred tattoo, you can. No, I will put into the party fund. I just can't decide how much to keep because I've never had this much money before. Oh, I've well, never, never had need for money. I think you should still give at least a hundred to yourself. I mean, you might want okay. to buy something that you like. You've earned. I mean, it. we're gonna, we're gonna eventually pass through the city of Oak, which is, you know, it, right. if there's something you want, it's most likely gonna be available there. Okay. Well, I definitely want to. I I will put fifty gold into the party fund from my share. Um, Laura, how much did you say we get before? Two hundred. Two hundred. Okay, I'll put a hundred yeah, into it's... the party share. Okay. 
I just, I, I, I don't know how much. I need to talk to someone in Genin, and I don't know how much a courier will cost. Wait, we're going to Oak. Why are we going to Oak? Well, we're gonna pass through Oak because we need a ship, and if we want to get a ship, we're likely gonna find one in Oak. Because okay. we need to go. We need you to guys, go west. You guys know east. east. East, you guys yeah. know that we like need to keep my identity on the down low, right? Like, you know, we need to keep my identity on the down low, right? Oh, How yeah. Do we keep identities on the down low. Uh, don't well, tell anyone his name. I go by okay. Ash Canis. That's my that's my pseudonym when I'm away from home, so that people don't know who I am. But if we just I mean, continue to call you just Ash. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's yeah, just... I mean, like, my name's not famous, but this is, which is why, and I, like, I have it back on by now, but I'm like, that's why I wear this all the time. And there's a chance someone might recognize me, but, like, I'm not as famous as Diana once was. I just happen to be the first mate, so. The people who know, know, but for the most part, I'm not, like... I don't know. I would be shocked to see a wanted poster of me, but it couldn't happen. But I used to live in, in Oak. I was living in Oak for uh, like four months before we all met. So I have an apartment there, a little loft if you want to crash. That's good. Yeah. yeah. It's above a blacksmith shop and they start right at the crack of dawn. So nobody gets to sleep in, but it was cheap. So. Uh. Julius hands out cups of uh, warm water for everyone. Oh, thank you, Julius. Oh, thanks. And Marza, you got any any spices that ooh make um, tea? Like mint see. or cinnamon or something? Oh yeah, we have cinnamon. Um, oh, thank you. Some nutmeg. <laughs> Too spicy. Yeah, I'll take both. Where's Julius. the magic fizzy water or whatever? I still have mine. Oh, yeah, I have mine too. Julius puts a uh, dirt in their tea and uh, stirs it with their finger. Mm-hmm. Can, can, uh, can, can Tazu try and like avoid it? <laughs> you just well, have he, water. He was sorry. saying they. Is in singular referring to himself. Oh, I'm sorry. I was confused, yes. I was confused I, too, but yes. then. No, yeah. my brain took a second like, also, and I was like, oh. I was like, no, because you just gave us water. Yeah. yeah. Julius put tea in their yeah. cup. Yeah. yeah. English! <laughs> yeah, Julius has picked up that no one wants to drink uh, dirt tea. <laughs> so I drank some of my. Fancy whatever water. Yeah, uh-huh. Tazzy's going to sip on her tea, but then also drink some of some of her magic water. It it tastes like your favorite beverage. Mm. At, as everyone is relaxing and drinking whatever they're drinking, uh, prayer of healing, uh, third level, just to make everyone feel great. At a uh, so high. Uh, 30 uh, HP. 
Wow. Wow. What was that split between Wait, Is that split? Yeah. I think that's split. Okay. I was like, 30? That seems like crazy. I was like, 30 is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you split 30 between, between all of you. Your wounds heal up. Two do sevens and two eights. I'll do the math when it's more important than just relaxing for the evening. Sure. Two two sevens and two eights. Yep. Uh, I'll I'll take a seven. You take I'll a take seven. a seven. Tazu and uh, Marza, you take eights. Thank you. Um, I pull out uh, my rust leaf, and I kind of like look around, and then I just like light it and and just. <laughs> So just it's sour. I thought you were supposed to eat it. Oh, or whatever. Yeah. I, I eat it. I yeah, use it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, oh. It's a slight euphoria and uh, calmness of mind that it produces. Mm. I want to get out the. Um, I should still have like at least half a bottle of the Palachi and Grappa that Action mm -hmm. I b bought from uh, Tiffin. Whoa. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Yes. Oh, I think I'll yeah. have some. Oh, That's the spirit. All right. You. There you I are. Never, there you are, Marza. I've never really drank before, but it's been a bad day. Oh well, this will mm -hmm. knock your socks off. So. <laughs> Am time. I supposed to drink all of it? You've never. What? You know, it's better if you just down it all in one. Whoa, Chandri! Whoa. Like, Are you sure? Like this much, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I was just sure how much you given her. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right, Mars would make a Constitution <laughs> saving throw. Guidance. What is what is the guidance? They actually have Constitution, so that's eleven. Uh, you keep it down. But it burns like nothing you've ever consumed. It tastes bad. It is awful. And you don't like understand. drinking lighter fluid. <laughs> you know, like drinking lighter fluid. Like you don't understand why Chandri likes this. Why, why, why is this enjoyable? Because that was terrible. <laughs> oh, uh. It's not the best, but like it gets the job done. Your mind like, feels awesome. <laughs> I'm sure your mind feels awesome right now. <laughs> I feel great. Does anyone want some of this? I offer some of my. Yes, absolutely. I think I'm good experimenting tonight. I'm not yeah. surprised, Chandri. You, you are <laughs> slightly buzzed, Marza. <laughs> Just a little bit. What is that, Ash? Oh, oh! Don't tell the tree Rustly. that it's a tree. Sorry. I mean, sorry, he knows please. we eat plants. He knows we eat plants. This is not a secret. I know, but, but he's smoking it. It's like burning a tree. I'm, I'm eating. I'm, I'm chewing. chewing. Chewing it. Chew. Chandra, I don't want to drink with you anymore. <laughs> That's okay. This is a fully opt-in type situation. Chandra and I are expanding our minds guys we're broadening our horizons does anyone want to yep. get in on this Have you, do you have any more clay can i expand my mind the way you do um 
Sure, I have a big chunk of it. I was just about to pull it out and play with it. Um, I'll sort of turn, rip off a little blob and give it to Marza. Thank you. Tazzy's just going to kind of sit in the corner and knead it and attempt to meditate while this bananas this is happening. Uh, hey, Ash, you want a rematch of Dragon Chess? I was just about to say the I same thing. For concentration to see how well you do. Twelve. I mean, yeah, you can kind of like settle. I mean, you're in a safe place. Right. Your friends are, are amusing you, even though uh, uh, Chandri's revelation of her violent criminal history is a little bit shocking. Um, but you know Chandri, and you like Chandri, so it doesn't really bother you, uh, at least in this moment. So you can you can kind of settle down and take comfort of being inside the low farm. Maybe you think about Ravain a little bit. Um, how last time you were here, you helped her move on. Uh, yeah. Would Julius know what Rustleaf is? It's a leaf, and it's red. So it came off a plant, and you know that it came off like a tree or something, and you know that tea right. normally is that way, even though you make dirt tea, but other people do leaf tea. So this isn't this isn't strange. Um, and you know that other plants have effects. So you're right. like, so you're like, oh, maybe it's you know, it's a plant that Ash likes. I'll give that a try, Ash. Yes. <laughs> and I hand I hand him some uh, a little bit of rust leaf. Uh, you just chew on it. Yep. You just chew it. Keep it. Try and keep it like around your. Oh, I guess you don't really have gums. I don't know your anatomy. <laughs> Whatever it is, just like. You- you just, you, just, you just see wood. <laughs> yes. um, do the best you can, Julius. So uh, it does absorb into the like connective tissues of your treeness, uh, Julius. So uh, roll a constitution saving throw. Natural one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you feel like a tingliness. It's not unpleasant. Um, and then you feel kind of tired. Like this is nice. I'm not outside, but this is nice. And you notice that uh, some of the floorboards in here are broken, and you can see the ground. So you could, maybe you could root there. Hmm. And like, I can see that like, Julius is just really focused. Yeah. On the, on the crowd. And I like, look over at Chandra. I'm like, all right, well. <laughs> looks like he's having a good you time. attempt to root there, Julius. <laughs> I'll go over 
and my my stumps, you know, are I yeah, got yeah big it's a stumps. pretty big hole. This whole house was really put in a bad place for a minute. <laughs> Broken. It goes right to the dirt. Um, yeah, I'll step through the floorboard and root. All right. Uh, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, that's a twenty-five. Okay. Yeah, you um, you're in this like kind of strange, hazy state. You never put yourself in this way before, mm-hmm. uh, and so when you connect to the ground, uh, then you just are just like mm, rooting, and so you're just like pushing your roots down. Oh. Uh, you get kind of uh, you get approached by an energy that like feels like it's coming up around your roots, but uh, in your like chillness. You uh, you can either accept it or not accept it. It feels a little different. You don't know if it's the rust sleep or it's just being in the ground or what. I accept it. Uh, so uh, you get a sense of this place. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a lot of magic here uh, not too long ago and uh it affected the soil so that seems to be a lot of the just like energy that's around you um and you kind of get an understanding that granny gristlegums her presence is very clear to you uh was here did a bunch of stuff and then that went away and then she came back again so you kind of get a feeling of how the ground and the plants around would have taken to a fey creature's assault on the land. So mm-hmm. you kind of, it's kind of like flipping through a picture book of what happened. Like you kind of get a, a vague understanding of something wrong was done here. You've now helped correct that. So there is a like gratitude from the earth uh, or from refuge around you. And uh, you do. For just a second, you smell the wisp, like a whiff of smoke, but you turn toward the positivity instead of that negative and you push that aside and just kind of take in, that seemed to be something else, but you're not quite mm-hmm. sure, but you're so overwhelmed by the granny gristlegums Thing that happened here that you kind of just like take that in it's going to take like your whole night to like process that so Julius is just kind of treed inside <laughs> uh just I sorry Julius, I think what? he's I think he's having a moment just let him write it out all right all right um Rematch? Rematch. I take out the set. Okay. And I and I uh Chandri, did you did you used to play with Diana? Is she the one who taught you? Uh Diana was usually doing other things, but one of the crew members taught me. Oh that's the thing about being at sea is I mean it's all work all the time, but then sometimes there's a lot of downtime, so you just 
pick up things here and there. Got it. Got it. I'll be your new chess crewmate. What? Did we do intelligence checks last time? Was that what we yeah, did? Yeah, we did. Pose yeah, we did. intelligence checks. I think we rolled to see who would go who first, first, and then whoever yeah. got first yeah. had advantage on their first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... Just a to see who goes first, is it just a straight roll? Just oh, straight 13. Roll. Ah. All right, it's Ash this time. I'm You're right. First. I'm going to need it. Oh boy! Ooh, a natural twenty on the second one. <laughs> nice. So you, your opening move is very good. Let's see if Chandri, what, how you? Okay. Uh, six. <laughs> yeah. So very, very, very strong opening move, Chandri. You're actually kind of surprised. Uh, may, maybe this like rust leaf chilling him out is allowing him to like play a little better. I don't know. All right, Ash, roll it. Let's go again. <laughs> okay, that is a 14. 14, Chandri? 11. Yeah, uh, you, you even out a bit. You take a couple of his pieces, he takes a couple of yours. He's position, you can tell that he's positioning himself very, very well. Uh, so. Uh, it's look. It's looking very much in Ash's favor this game. Let's do one more. Sorry, Chandri. Thirteen. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Ash. Uh, in, in a series of moves, and you're for, you're like kind of stumble out the gate, Chandri, and then you recover, and then while you put up a good defense here at the end. His strategy is just dominant, and he pushes through and takes your your kick. Wow. Yeah, you. I'll give you this. You are a much more organized player than my old chess partner. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can tell you're like thinking, you know, several moves ahead. Like, that was a good game. If I'm being honest, yes, good game. Good game. If I'm being honest, I was practicing really hard when you were like sleeping like i was like <laughs> i mean i out. destroyed you last time so you did yeah you did and tazzy well the pre- too, so yeah. i had to re- oh yeah tazzy whooped you too that was great yeah. but yeah yeah you you did well you played well <laughs> thank you <laughs> anything else in the evening before you settle down uh for sleep in the lower farm Mars, I would really like to go to bed. Julius. There, there, is a, there are a couple bedrooms. Uh, there's like a, a bedroom with an, a larger lumpy bed and then uh, a room with multiple be- multiple small beds. Um, Julius so. starts just humming in treant. Yeah. It kind of sounds like, actually, that humming in treant kind of sounds like the like wood on a ship, how it'll bend and make make sound, and it kind of sounds like that. That sound makes me want to go to bed too. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sleepy. Um, yes, I think bed is good. You guys can fight over the big one. I'll sleep on a little one, since you're technically guests. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure. <laughs> Thank you, Ash. That is so generous of you. <laughs> I just sort of passed out. <laughs> How many little beds are there, honey? Four. One, two, three, four. Okay, so I think Ash just passed out actually in the living room. He just like, I won on the couch, just on the yeah, sofa. yeah, on a couch. Tazu will go find one of the little beds and sort of. They're straw filled, and then they've been exposed to elements, but they're not like moldy. They're just they're they're comfortable enough. You slept in worse. Fine. What does Sora do? She just curls up uh, by the door. I kind of hang back to see what bed everyone takes, like knowing that nobody's going to take the big bed. And then after everyone's laid down, I go take the big bed. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> nice. It, it's all right. Yeah. Could be worse. Um, so yeah, I like the, starfish. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> starfish. Yeah. Uh, the night comes uh it was a fairly harrowing day so there's uh uh luckily the rust leaf helps you chandri kind of settle down a bit uh so it's not too hard uh taz you have to fight a bit you did were almost turned into a pumpkin creature same for you marza that it takes a minute to kind of get your brain to settle down so you can pass out but once you do sleep comes uh and then uh, in the morning, you can hear from a farm in the distance that has some kind of fowl that's just like in the distance. Uh, light coming into the small windows of the farmhouse and uh, morning has come. What would you like to do? Um, I would like to go outside and get some sunlight. Yeah. I get up and I, um, I, I like sort of like ask people what they, what they want to eat or drink or whatever for breakfast. Anything is fine. Just, okay. just food, lots of food. <laughs> I make, uh, waffles and, uh, bacon and like eggs with like a smiley like a smiley face like i concentrate on the pot and like the bacon like actually comes out like curved smiley. yeah you're getting really good with that pot <laughs> thank you ash you're welcome thanks ash also if anyone ever needs a vegetarian option i know some of the towns have populations that you know, don't prefer meat. Just let me know, um, and I'm uh, I'm your guy. I'm good I out eat. here. <laughs> I eat anything, so we didn't eat a ton of meat in the monastery, mostly because we just grew our own food. But every now and then we would get like rabbit or like a salesman who had like jerky. Or dried things, but hey. I just don't want any more fish. That's all my family could afford since my father worked. You guys ever hear of human cheese? What? <laughs> no. What? 
What is this spring nonsense? What is that? That's it's... not cheese. N no, I I I, I, I heard comes of it. from cows. No, we used to get my family used to get shipments from Palach, like every once in a while, like in the cheese, uh, like you know, of human the, cheese the group sampling human cheese. I think you're lying. Is that not normal? I swear, I promise. No, I promise not. you. I promise you. Human cheese. I mean, Blanche is a weird place. I wouldn't put it past them, but that's weird. What is Blanche? Eat that. The hmm? island past Zark. It's the, the one, one that apparently my family's going to be at war with, which is very disconcerting, and I need to get over there at some point. I thought you left though, so you didn't have to fulfill your duties. Well, yeah, I still what? love my- Yeah, under what circumstances did you leave, come to think of it? I mean- I mean- You remember my brother? Who sent a bounty, yeah. hack, bounty hunter after me? Oh, well, Julius, this was- Yeah, he doesn't know. This was- Julius uh, doesn't know. Uh, Aluwe, his name's Aluwe, and he's he's a lieutenant in the, in the city watch, guard, I don't even want to know the specific terms. That's how much I dislike him. Anyway, I I just never really fit in there. Like he wasn't very nice to me. So oh. I went off on my own and I can get into it more at, well, that's, at another point. But That's healthy if it's a good choice to do. If you don't fit it's, in it's, somewhere, it's, to just keep walking. Yeah, it's been good to just be on my own, you know, like, but I still love my parents. Like, I don't have a problem with my parents. And then my older brother, uh, Narvan, he's, he's fine. Like he's, but he, I didn't spend a lot of time with him. He's, he's in charge of, um, he works in, in the city library. So he's like an archivist and like historian is really, really smart. Um, so yeah, and, and my parents are like both like kind of high ranking officials and advisors. Um, my mom's a cousin of Deldrin Lightseer. Yeah. Yeah. She's oh, oh yeah. That is high up then. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I need to, I need to get back there and just make sure they're okay. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to go just because my brother like commanded me to come there like that's that's bullshit yeah I wonder if you have a cat a what oh yes big cat you got Marza um as Ash is talking about his family Marza plays with her food not to be like woe is me it just makes her think about her family so she's just mm -hmm. kind of like not really eating much and just playing with her food I noticed yeah. Tezu's kind of doing the same. Yeah, so that's my deal. Okay, I mean, it's just the bounty hunter was cause for concern. I'm just like, you know, want to know what we're walking into, that's all. Well, apparently it's because there's this coming conflict. Um, I mean, it said what the... I was, guys, I was really nervous <laughs> when that 
dwarf when that uh, like um, liaison from emissary from uh, Oak was coming around. Like I did not want her to know who she was, who I was. Um, yeah, I, I think she said three months time. I'm supposed to be there. So if I could get there around two, I think that might be safer. Yeah, I mean, it won't take us that long to get to Oak or to Gen. Um So, I mean, depending on weather patterns and any issues that come up, I, I, we should be able to get to spring well before three months, like, I don't know. Would I know how long that would take, Jarrett? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. not, spring isn't that far away because it's technically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, right. It's, it's spring right now. No, Julie is the city. Hmm? City of spring. The city of spring. Chandri, I trust you with the navigation thing. On the land, oh. I know my way around, but on the sea, you're the gal. I'm the gal. But yeah, it won't take that long to get there. You'll you'll be fine. You'll get there before. Good. Thanks. Well, if we're on a a time crunch, is how you don't seem to be eating your food. Oh. Are you okay? I'm fine. If I think I a, need. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It's it's okay. I'm just saying if we're on a time crunch, maybe we should move somewhere. We should go. Well, like Chandri said, we're not on a huge... Not a huge time, time crunch, crunch, but yeah. Oh, well, how long is three months? Uh, you know the cycle of the moon? Yes. Three of those, about, a little bit longer. Oh, okay. Or like a season. Okay. But I do think because Granny Gristlegums took over this place twice, I think first thing, I think I'm going to leave my orb here so I can keep an eye on it. That's how that works, right, Jarrett? Is that how it um, works? Um, I think you, I don't know how far you can use it like you can place it in a room and then look into it but you're not gonna be able to see it from oh never mind yeah just kidding guys i don't think that's how this works it's more (laughs) for like localized spying and that kind of stuff got it okay well that's fun but i i do seriously need to pay someone to keep an eye on this place yeah i mean i i think we all could just to have someone fix it up a little maybe maintain it yeah Julius, do you, since you are sort of connected to the earth and like magic, is there anything you can do to make it so that like the land can't be desecrated again? Like how you bless bless us while we are fighting? Can you like bless the ground so that Granny? Well, Granny's dead, but like if 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 other hags like her come back, so that they can't like corrupt the land again. 
Is that a thing you know how to do? Yes. I can... Depending on what we want to do, I can go work on that right now. Check in with all the trees and get their consent and work on the land. Um, but if we have to rush somewhere, I obviously you said you d we don't, but if we do, I just want to be on a, a similar, I don't know what the, the saying would be, a um, similar mindset. How long does it take? I mean, depends on the trees. Sometimes a tree can be grumpy. Sometimes they're sad and they need they need caring for. And there are trees out there. There's quite a few of them. Right, but, well, I didn't mean like the entire property. I just meant like where the farmhouse is. Oh, um... Like, just around where the house is. I mean, I, uh, it depends on the land. It can take a bit. Well, let's uh, pretend the land is like, yeah, A-okay, let's do this. And then how long does it take? At most, I will say it takes half a day. Okay. That's not forever. What if we help you? Is there a way we can help you? There might be. I've never tried it that way, but you might be able to help. We have a pretty strong connection to this place at this point, I feel like. Sure. Yes. Yeah. All right, is your magic charisma based? Uh, it didn't tell wise. The wisdom. wisdom. Oh, okay. So I was gonna say, uh, is there a Julius, way I could like help him? Uh, if you want to, uh, you can find a tree or just the ground, and then uh, form a circle with your friends here and see if they can help you. Let uh, we can try around that trunk that we found oh, all yeah. those things in. The yeah. stump, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Trunk. <clears throat> stump. Um, yeah, you can... We can start once you're all finished with your morning meal. I'll head out and start prepping. I, like, eat. I, like, wash myself off with the well. That's what, There's a well, right? Jared? Yep. Yeah, yeah, wash myself off, and then I go over to the stump. Great. Anybody else before uh, communing with uh, Julius? <laughs> uh, Chazu finishes her meal and goes and sort of like wipes her hands off at the bucket. Great. Probably yep. not as thoroughly as Ash, but she's just like, whatever, and just like wipes it on herself. 
Yeah. I don't think I wash it all. I just like, I'm like, oh, we're going. And I like, <laughs> yeah. my mouth, and then I'm like, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> all right, everybody make up perception checks. Oh. 16. 15. 17. 16. <clears throat> Natural one, so seven. Yeah. Uh, the, there is a morning dew and, and mist uh, that is rolled in, but is not unnatural. Um, you can hear the bugs starting to make their noises and birds doing their thing. Uh, they're in the daylight now. You do notice there are still um, in the vicinity of the Loa farm, what you understand of the property. Uh, there, there's like half a dozen of those strange trees that had populated the whole area that are wide trunked and kind of not putting out leaves and they've short uh, limbs and some of them almost look like they have faces on them but like they they weren't here before and when you were fighting granny it's like what the whole forest was all of these now there's like six of them you notice them kind of randomly around don't remember those trees being here Mm-mm. The ones that mm. look like the uh, the trees while Granny was here. Yeah, they weren't here before. Can you talk to them, Julius? Uh, or maybe we... we should pray around them, or pray to that they'll go away. I don't know. Are they scattered or clumped? Yeah, together? they're they're kind of randomly placed, <laughs> and like you're looking in the distance, you're like, I think there's like six. So they're just, um, they're just kind of. It might take a while. If I was to talk to them, it could take maybe a day or two. Oh, then never mind. It's a it's a it's a language of patience. Um, yeah, let's, let's do the. Let's try it on the stump first, and <laughs> yeah. if that doesn't work, we'll go to Plan B. Mm-hmm. Um, Julius will kind of do a one pass circle around the stump. Kind of feeling it, uh, seeing how brittle the bark is, mm-hmm. um, and then stop at whatever comfortable point, probably facing east to let the sun hit their face. Um, if you, uh, if you would all like to join me, we can try this. Someone hey. else. Yeah. What um, do we do? I, I hold on to Julius's hand. Um, well, first, let's uh, connect ourselves with Refuge. And Julius goes ahead and picks up, just digs into the ground and picks up a chunk of dirt and passes it around. And just rub it in your hands. Take it. And when it comes back to me, I'll take the leftover, rub it, and I'll reach in my bag, and uh, I pull out a bag that's made out of a really large green leaf. And I open it just slightly, and I'm preciously moving around stuff, 
and I pull out this yellow, almost golden seed. I put the bag back in the pouch, back in the bag, and I place uh, the seed in where I dug for the dirt in all our hands. And I reach out to everyone's hands to hopefully they understand the gesture. My crook is just leaning on me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I close my eyes. And I look up. And I begin to... Uh, I begin to pray, but yeah, I do it in Trient. Mm -hmm. So what everyone else hears is the cracking of wood, the moving of it, not so different than what you heard last night, um, but almost rhythmic, like a pattern. Yeah, there's like a thrum to it as well, like elephant. Yeah. Speak, you know, so they... And what I am asking Refuge for permission to have an insight on the land and to help heal it. All right. Uh, make... Uh... Just make a persuasion check uh, with advantage. Sweet. Dirty 20. Yeah. So Julius, yeah, you like are humming out and uh, you feel your connection uh, with refuge that similar feeling that you had last night uh, of like the memory of what happened here and uh, where there was like gratitude for what you had already done. There's uh, a, a very quiet sense of uh, like relief when it comes to what you're asking for. It's like not just that, not just that the battle has moved on, but that the war has ended. It's like that type of sudden relief and weight that lifts. And uh, you can feel your like sympathy with the ground, uh, and you feel the root of the hollowed out tree. And then you can uh, like vibrate. You feel the light, the life of your small seed. So it seems to be taken. Uh, see, Ash, you said you were taking one of his hands. Uh, yeah. Make a wisdom saving throw. Ten. Ten. Uh, the dirt in your hands. Like you don't like having your hands dirty. But, Even though I'm a ranger, but yeah, but yeah, yeah it's <laughs> one of those things that you deal with. But so you're like, ah, well, all right, it's for Julius. Uh, it's cold uh, and and damp. 
And but after like you're feeling the hum of whatever Julius is saying, and it it vibrates deep, and your hand becomes warm. The soil actually uh, becomes more like a pleasant, uh, like warm goo is not right, but it feels really good. Like it, it's nice and warm and soothing on your hand, more like uh, like a mud bath almost, or it's just really like nice. A compress. Yeah, it feels good. And uh, there's a uh, like tranquility that kind of takes this moment that you were not expecting. Um, who's on, uh, who's got Julius's hand, other hand? Yes, I do. All right, uh, make a wisdom shape. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, same experience where, like, you don't mind dirt on your hands, whatever. Um, but it becomes uh, like warm, like mud that's been out in the sun. It just feels really nice on your scales, and it's soothing, and a sense of peace, uh, a familiar sense of peace for you, Tazu, and like deep meditation with your teachers and fellow monks that uh in happy times and uh calmness and serenity that you often have such a hard time reaching in this moment you feel guided like you have been in the past when you were learning and you have that moment of calm and it helps relax some of the muscles in your shoulders and you just feel very present in the moment. Uh, who's got Ash's hand? I'll, I'll have it. Uh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> make a wisdom save. Two. Two. All right. So the uh, the dirt in your hands, much like theirs, uh, it's on, on both hands. It happens simultaneously uh, for everybody, but it becomes warm and strain uh you're kind of overwhelmed by it there's a there's a sense of peace but then the fact that this like sudden kind of transformation is happening and it's not exactly it's natural but it's not natural right like there's magic that is happening here um holy is the right term and that kind of goes against a deep part of your nature is not something that ever bothers you but it you can feel a sudden shift that you are aware of um and for just the briefest moment it's like the change in the air when zithro came where there was a change in just that moment it's overwhelming and you're very worried but um. I, I squeeze, kind of like, you know, when you're sleeping and you, like, jolt awake, I kind of, right. like, do that to Ash's hand. You do that to Ash's hand, but in that moment that it takes to, 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 to be afraid, you get the feeling that, like, where before that shift that happened went to danger and horribleness, this is the opposite. The shift is similar but it goes to a place of peace and calmness. And so while 
it takes you a moment, you can relax into it and you know you're with your friends and you feel oddly connected in this moment. Um, and with the with the ground almost like it's it feels bigger than what you felt uh with these types of encounters that you've had in the past and then i guess it's chandri on either side of tazu and uh marza so roll wisdom Mm -hmm. save 12. 12. all right so you uh the the dirt in your hands turns to more mud um almost uh like really soft sand that's been on a warmed beach very very pleasant uh and uh for just yeah for just a moment chandri with how you've been reflecting on your past and your time at sea and this particular moment connected to your friends and to the Loa farm uh, for like just a passing moment you feel a kind of like an almost motherly embrace it lasts just just a moment like when you're like parents put their hands on your shoulders for just a second and you you get it's like very uh, unexpected. Um, it's not alarming, but it is it is a moment that you experience here. That's uh, make a let's see, wisdom twelve. Yeah, you you can interpret. It's an encouraging feeling. You feel in, uh, like a slight encouragement that if you are doubting your choices that you've been making. This helps assuage those doubts just a little. And uh, Julius, in your humming and your connection, you get a sense from your newfound friends that they're all experiencing this in a different way. Like you're interpreting it as a treant and as a like child of nature and existence and you get the like feeling that they are also children of refuge but their experiences are each so unique that unlike a grove of trees where the trees all experience the wind pushing and pulling in the same way they've each feel a different pull and a different push and it's a uh, understanding that you haven't had before about people that as people go about their lives they're like trees or bushes or herbs that are planted like someone on one on the side of a mountain one is like seaweed one uh, like a berry bush versus one being a tree like they each are unique and they've each experienced existence just a little bit different and you gain an an understanding of that uh in a more profound way that you haven't before and when you feel your chance come to an end you look down and from the seed 
around the side. Everyone, like, open, you all open your eyes. Out of the top of the seed, where Julius put it, there is a very small uh, plant, single leaf with one little bit poking right out. But around it, about two feet, uh, coming up to the edge of this bowl of this tree, there are golden roots that have emerged from the ground and are wrapping their way around the edge of this uh, this remains of this tree and your hands are clean. But their shoulders have moss on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of moss in your shoulders from you from Julia. Wow. I think so. Uh, Julius, uh, Julius, as you look around or kind of taking things in, one of the strange trees that seem to be out of place, but the closest one you notice just barely on the tips of its branches are slight buds of life starting that weren't there before. I think, I think it did do a lot. It helped this place begin a new season. It's good. It's a, a wonderful idea, Tazu. Just thought that since it had such a bad couple of times with with Granny, that maybe it needed to be healed. Julius? Yes. I just want to say I'm real I'm real proud of you that you said new season instead of turning a new leaf. I'm just really really moved by that, so thank you. Well, I'm not. trying to turn a new leaf. It's, it's a, yep. one at a time. Yep. Oh boy. That's all. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Um... Julius uh, will look down at where the the sprout is coming out mm -hmm. and uh, say in Sylvan uh, welcome and join the rest of the, the group with whatever they want to do. Great. How long ready did to head that out? take? Um, that, that, you know, it, it was maybe, it felt like it was moments, but the way the sun has moved, it's mainly been in a couple hours, actually. Okay. Can, can we go to Ganon? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go to Ganon. The, the horses are in the stable. Good. Yep. Good, Julius. Well done. Uh, right. so, yeah. uh, uh, Ash, you had something? Nope. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the horses look like they have rested. Uh, you pack them up. And uh, Ginnon is not far from the Loa farm. Um, so it doesn't take... Uh, uh, it is almost evening by the time you arrive. Julius, you see a, uh, 
some a structure you haven't seen before like on the distance as it grows Ginnon has uh like sandstone walls that seem to almost grow out of the ground uh they're quite tall um they're from a, a different time but the rest of you make perception checks for me as you approach um the town where we started where it all began. 15. Julius, you can make it too. 5, 10. 10. 15. Nice. 15. 15. 15. 20. 25. Yeah. So uh, this, is, uh, this is all new to you, Julius, but for Ash and Marza, as you approach, as there's northwest, uh, north, south, east, and west roads that, that lead to Ginnon, uh, there's a gate at each, at each entrance. Uh, but unlike before, you're approaching Ginnon from it, toward its western gate, westward gate, and there seems to be some strange shanties kind of built onto the outside of the wall here. And you see several goblins standing around, and then there is a halfling with a bright vest who is speaking sternly but exasperatedly with another goblin with long hair pulled back (laughs) robes long nose (laughs) you can't hear what they're saying back and forth he just puts his hands there and just like is waving them as she you hear the familiar rattle as she like shakes her staff in his face. And that's where we'll pick up on the next episode. V-Shack! V-Shack is back! back. The rattle bone. (laughs) And as always, remember to be kind to one another, but never forget, be kind to yourself. Bye. Bye! Bye! Refuge is Ali Fitzgerald as Marza, Jared Sullivan as our Dungeon Master, Jess Ayers as Tazu, Carter H. Michael as Ash, Laura Daly as Chandri, and myself, David Carmichael, as Julius. The music for this campaign is made by Brian Metalias. This episode is brought to you by a group of arcane sorcerers, stone-cold monks, elite rangers, and eldritch knights who represent our fine supporters on Patreon. These fine folks have all taken it upon themselves to financially chip in to make it possible for me and everyone to be able to put more time and effort to Fables. Every penny that goes to Fables has gone to improving our consistency, technical quality, and the time to produce more stories for you. 
You too can get cool perks and roll a natural 20 for an emotional fulfillment by visiting patreon.com slash fablesd20, where you can choose multiple levels of support and gain access to rewards like submitting character names. Hey, we need them. <laughs> Custom full characters. Go above and beyond and make a full-on character that will make an appearance. Or make a character destined to die. Give a character a fatal flaw. Watch that flaw come to fruition and watch them perish. We are regularly working on creating more rewards and perks for heroic backers. So please head over to patreon.com slash D20. That's F-A-B-L-E-S D20. Appreciate it. Thank you. This episode was an uncut adventure, which we live streamed on Twitch and re-uploaded on YouTube. And then obviously posted on your favorite podcast platform. If you'd like to keep up with us, consider joining our Discord where we put all our announcements so you know when we go live, when we re-upload on YouTube, and when it drops here on your podcast platform. Go ahead and leave us a five-star review. I can't wait to read what you put. Let us know what you like about the show, which character is your favorite, what encounter, whether it's roleplay or battle, which one is your favorite. Tell us what you like about our show over another D&D show that you've heard before. If this is your first D&D show, tell us what you're digging about it. All right, until next time, thank you very much.